Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of When I'm High. I am very, very pleased to uh, have a new guest on today. Today, uh, this is uh, this is sort of part two of um, a guest that you heard a few weeks ago. Um, this is Jack Gilbert. Uh, you heard from Ashanti Gilbert, his lovely wife. Uh, I've known Ashanti for many years, and I think she is awesome. Uh, so finally, we get to hear from her husband, Jack. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I know that uh, you just got off of work, an overnight shift. Uh, and so uh, I, I can't even imagine sort of what that is like after a long day of work. And now you have to talk about this thing. Um, are, are you tired? What, what, is your, how, what do you normally do after work? Uh, I am actually particularly high on energy. Uh, so nice. normally I come home, I kind of unwind and then I normally stay up for a few hours uh, before I go to sleep. And I'm currently working a lot. So it's pretty much sleep, hang out a little bit. Uh, I don't like the feeling of just working and then coming home and going to sleep. So I try to mix it up and kind of wake up a little bit early from work so I can kind of spend time with my wife, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think after a day of work, going to sleep right away just doesn't seem like that would work. Like, yeah, I feel like you got to have <laughs> yeah. some time to uh, calm down a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just, I don't know. There's something about working overnights. I just can't even comprehend how rough that is for you. <laughs> it uh, It's actually really funny. Um, this is not my first overnight job, but it's okay. definitely one of the best jobs that I've had. So oh, good. it's always really exciting. Recently, I just picked up a new hobby. And while enjoying that, it's custom made for my current position. So oh. it's been good. Yeah, I know that overnight jobs can be really, really hard on the body and the brain. Um, but, you know, if it's working well for you, then it's working well. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, I my Always my first question is, uh, please tell me about the first time that you got high. Uh, maybe it was the first time you tried it. Sometimes it doesn't work the first time you tried it. Uh, and then, you know, how old were you? What was that situation like? Who were you with? Okay. Uh, the first time that I can actually recall, I uh, was with my wife as well as uh, my best friend at the time. Okay. And it was very much a cause and an effect situation. He was a smoker. I knew that for a few years before it actually came to the day. And I was in a position where I wasn't happy and I felt like I was being underutilized. So I was really stressed out all the time. Mm. And when I was talking to him about it, he was saying, you know, uh, you could always smoke a little bit of weed if you want. And I'm like, no, I was a dare kid. I'm not interested in <laughs> yeah. kind of smoking or anything like that. Like then you get on harder things and I don't want that. And he was like, you know, actually, what's not good is being stressed out all the time. Like, it'll definitely relax you. And I had this stereotype in my head of that typical stoner that couldn't be productive. I imagined it was going to slow me down. It was going to just make me lethargic. And he was like, all right, just do a little bit. We'll just smoke a little bit. And then if you don't think that it's for you, then we don't have to, like, it won't be a big deal. But I definitely think that it's something that you might enjoy. So I'm like, you know what? You're my best friend. Been my best friend for a while. I'm, I'm in a safe position. Mm -hmm. We're just chilling in your basement, playing some video games. Sure, why not? So I smoked that first joint and I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is fantastic. Do other people know about this? Is this possible? <laughs> 
that I've been missing out on this my entire life. Yeah. This is crazy. And uh, at that point, it, that was all she wrote. The rest is history, as they say. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, yeah, I just love, I love that idea of, do other people know about this? <laughs> yeah, like, oh my God, this is amazing. When people have been doing it for a millennia. Definitely. But it was just, it was so, I don't want to say taboo, but it, it was just such a thing that was ingrained in me at such a young age. Like, yeah, you start off with weed and then all the dare campaigns and like, this is your brain, this is your brain on drugs. And it was mm-hmm. just not something I was ever really interested in. And uh, yeah, it, it, I was so indoctrinated with just incorrect facts and hearsay and conjecture and just everything that I didn't have or I wasn't available to the actual information that way I can make an informed decision so it took me until then to do it do you mean to tell me that you didn't go on to do cocaine and heroin and (laughs) things like that no not at all and I've (laughs) never felt like man you know what I really need after this joint some heroin (laughs) (laughs) that would would really hit the spot that's really the the creme de la creme for this situation right now yeah that would really top off that joint yeah that'd be impressive oh man yeah i uh i was definitely one of those dare kids too so i i i totally have that same mindset as you um and yeah your your friend was right stress is way worse than just about you know most things out there uh the 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 effect of stress on your body and your brain is just terrible so uh did how so how did it help uh well the the very first thing it did uh i was was always really concerned about work and i was working like i said a ton and it was me driving through 10 different cities to get to work it would take me two three hours to get to work i would work from open till close And after I could come home and kind of smoke a joint and just relax and watch TV, it just really made it okay. Like, yeah, I'm working hard, but I'm making the money that I need. I'm, you know, after I get home, it's just me at home with my wife relaxing. And I wasn't having that personal reflection time before because it was just like, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. And it it just gave me time to actually relax and kind of smell the roses so to speak yeah and it allowed you to basically um you know have your stressful work situation be tolerable yeah you know even though it was it was frustrating and stressful it was at least now more tolerable yeah and then uh, additional bonus i could always think anytime throughout the day at least when i get home i get to smoke a joint (laughs) that's very true so yeah um do you remember what uh video games you played that day or what, uh, like, foods or snacks that you had? Oh, yeah. We were playing uh, Lego Marvel. Um, oh, nice. The very first one. And I had just got it. I was super excited to play it. It's a couch co-op game. I was looking for a good couch co-op game so we could hang out. And then uh, he had Mountain Dew and Doritos. And I was like, this is everything that I thought it would be. This is terrible. And it was the best meal ever for my first time getting super stoned it just yeah. hit perfectly everything was custom made to just be maximum fantasticness <laughs> maximum fantasticness yeah that's like the most stereotypical stoner situation the, yeah. the food the drink the video games 
um, had you had you played the game before that night, or was that no. literally the first time? Okay, no. yeah, literally just cracked it open. Hey, I just got the new Lego Marvel game. Let's play it. Cool. Uh, I think it was a I'll see you at seven type thing. Okay, and and um, I guess what I'm asking or what I what I'm trying to think is like how was playing video games different in that state of mind even though you had never played that specific game before was mm-hmm. the was the um the feeling of playing a game just different or changed what was that like i think the biggest difference that i noticed is i had played games under different influences like uh like after i've been drinking or mm-hmm. have you know a couple beers something like that uh and that always made me feel heavy it always made me feel like i i just wanted to sink into the floor Mm. And that first joint, that first day, I just felt so light and full of energy and I felt better than I have felt for a really long time. And it was just that instant boost. Uh, I would actually come to find out later, it was just that sativa. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was a blue dream my very first time. And it just really completely changed the way that I thought about playing the game. Instead of me being on edge about everything, I was like, oh, looks like we didn't get that. Oh, oh, I guess we going to have to redo this level. I did not realize Friendly Fire was on. Okay. Yeah, so it, it, it definitely just opened it up, and it just made me feel more enjoyed, like, in the moment, everything. Yeah, yeah, it made, uh, it sounds like you, you were more laid back about the bad things, not just with the job, but even just with the video game, which obviously doesn't really matter in any way. You were just more laid back about that, too. Yeah, and just relaxed and just really in a good headspace. Nice. Uh, that is such a good story. I love I love hearing that when people are like sort of so against it and then they, you know, they just go a complete 180. Um, and then obviously throughout this whole interview, if there are any stories that pop in your mind, uh, feel free to just tell them because I love the stories. Of course. Um, cool. So, so these days, do you have a preferred method of intake? Is it smoking or edible, something else? Okay. Uh, I... I, I very much so enjoy edibles. Sometimes they don't necessarily agree with me. Mm-hmm. I actually, uh, they, they probably try to kill me at least once a year. At, at least I got to test that tolerance just at mm-hmm. least one good time a year. Um, <laughs> I particularly enjoy vaping. It's probably one of my favorite ways. Uh, maximum effect, minimal effort. You can do it on the go without worrying about, you know, having a lighter. It's very self uh, contained. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as rolling, I, I particularly enjoy a really good blunt, but I also learn how to hand roll as well as machine roll. And at a certain point, uh, I actually hung out with the guy that, um, smoked me out the very first time. And he was astonished at how much I had grown in such mm-hmm. a short amount of time. Like I had my own container i had my own flower i uh, was asking him if I, he wanted me to roll a joint or a blunt or if he just wanted to smoke out of the bong and he could not believe that i knew how to roll and he had been smoking forever and he didn't know how to roll <laughs> he was like my baby's all grown up yeah i was like and the student becomes the master yes 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 that's awesome um so so why do uh edibles try and kill you do you just don't do you like not pay attention to how many milligrams are in there you just overdo it how, how does that happen i want to say that each 
uh, form of edible is so different. And while I can do 15 grams or 15 milligrams of a brownie, 15 milligrams of a squib is completely different. Mm, yeah, I think Ashanti mentioned those. Yeah, yeah. And 15 grams of uh, licorice, completely different. So mm. from time to time, you need to be not have a full stomach when enjoying something. And if you do, it'll give you a bad trip. Sometimes if you eat anything, it'll give you a bad uh, trip. Sometimes if you eat a little bit, it might give you a bad trip. So it's really just about filling out what you do. And I don't like doing the same things over and over. So what I tend mm. to do is maybe I'll make brownies and I'll use some magic butter for these brownies. And then I also might decide, okay, I don't want brownies. Maybe I'll make cookies next time. And the cookies might hit completely different than the brownies. One of the things that we've actually realized lately, since we've been making our own oil as well as butter, is depending on how well it's mixed, you can fill it and it'll give you a different reaction time. So the fuse is different depending on which area of the actual uh, cookie or brownie or batter that you actually use to make it. And it is very interesting to see that I'll go off in 30 minutes today and tomorrow I'll eat a completely different piece and go off in an hour and a half. I completely yeah. forgot I ate something. I, when did I get high? <laughs> Why am I this high right now? <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing about edibles is that a lot of t I've heard so many stories of people being like, oh, I forgot that I took that and now I'm high. And um, yeah, especially with homemade stuff, uh, you really got to make sure that it's mixed really, really well because... Uh, yeah, there could be, you know, a high density of that oil or that butter or whatever in that one part of the batter. Um, and then, you know, the other parts don't have that much. So yeah, got to, got to be careful. Yeah. But it, it's been a slowly, but surely we are going to figure this out as much cause and effect as possible. Uh, we were super excited to have a medicated pizza and we made one mm. and it was very stony, but we had two completely different effects to it. I immediately needed her to hold my plate. I am going to fall over. And she could not understand why I was so high. And an episode later, she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, so you made your own uh, pizza? Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time we made it. And then we made a second batch. We had a fairly the same amount of time because we figured out about the mixing uh, right. thoroughly. Um, and it was just not the best. I think the first time we over medicated it. So mm. we normally eat, uh, we normally cut it into, you know, 16 slices. We might eat two a piece. Uh, that two was too, too many. Uh, very, <laughs> very, very stony fill. And we were like, we are not going to make it through this whole pie. Second time we didn't medicate as much. So we were able to eat the pie in its entirety. Um, but still not the best. Like we, we didn't enjoy it as much as we thought we would. But she made some spaghetti as well as some grits, and they might have been the best thing on this planet. Oh, so nice. A hundred percent depends. And sometimes I'm like, oh, you know what? This this fuse is weird. It's been an hour and I don't feel anything. And I'll take that second piece and that hour and one second and or right. that hour and one minute, it'll come in swinging like Holyfield or Tyson. I'm like, well, I guess I'll go to sleep now. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, on like edible packages that you can buy, they'll say something like, you know, make sure you wait between 30 minutes to two hours because yeah, the craziest you know, time frame ever. Right. It's like if it doesn't kick in by next week, you let us know and then you can have another. <laughs> what? 
but it also might kick in before you finish reading it. So, (laughs) and it's just your metabolism mixed with the strain, mixed with just everything. It's so many things to consider, and that's why I don't understand why people are like, "Oh, we is so like." Like, it's, I'm so over it. Like, okay, if you're so over it, why don't you have a mango before you smoke a joint? Oh, mm. well, I, I never done that before. Okay, well, how about you have some mango juice before? How about you do this? How about you do that? Yeah, people are just, I don't know. They, they're just looking for an excuse, a crutch to kind of just say, like, you know what? I always wanted to try heroin, but I needed an excuse to do it today, and this was it. Well, I think that's probably how dabs got started because those seem like, they just Ooh. take it up to a whole other level and you know people they they smoke all the time and they their tolerance gets so high and then they're like well let's concentrate it even more and let's have a dab and then it's like oh that's that that's the high that i was chasing you know all these years or something yeah and like as far as dabs are concerned while i do enjoy vaping i just feel like heating up that nail and it just it hits my soul in a way that i'm just not interested in doing and i'm like no, I'm okay. And I uh, had a best friend that absolutely positively loved dabs. And I'm like, I am never going to do that with you. <laughs> that is fine. I'm just not interested in doing that. Yeah, it definitely takes it to another level. And I've heard that the, uh, you know, the, um, the apparatus is a lot safer and it's not quite what it used to be. But, you know, uh, that's just what I've heard. Yeah, I'm a little too clumsy to be playing around with red nails. No, I'm okay. Right. Burn my leg off or something. Yeah, we don't want that. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, so how often do you partake in this? Is it every day? Um, it really depends on my week. Um, mm. I lately, with the working overnights, I have a bit of insomnia, so it's hard for me to go right to sleep. So normally mm. I like to come home. I uh, might, you know, get into whatever I'm going to wear to go to bed. I might smoke half a joint. And then uh, when the episode's over with, just go ahead and crash. And other days, especially my days off, I might smoke a eighth or I might smoke a quarter. Or if we're just going to have a movie day where we get up early, we get all our snacks, put them on the couch, (laughs) us with the dog, and we're just going to watch movies or watch a marathon or catch up on this show. We might smoke a half, so it really just gauges. Um, some days I don't smoke at all. Sometimes I'm so tired, I just come home and go right to sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just it's a way to just calm down and kind of relax and definitely do a little bit of reflecting. I'm currently uh, working on a whole bunch of extra stuff that I'm trying to do. Like I just clean the whole house. I collect Funko Pops. I just organize all that. And I can just smoke a joint and think about what I actually want to do. Just slow down for a moment. Life comes at you fast. It (laughs) sure does. Uh, You mentioned uh, watching movies and TV show. What are are some things that you like to watch when you're high? We are currently on a very big anime binge. Uh, We have been uh, watching anime for pretty much our entire uh, relationship and one of the things that we particularly love to do is smoke whenever uh, the theme song plays. It's also one of the games that we play during the holidays. We will smoke uh, and watch James Bond movies and whenever they play a James Bond theme, whether it's in this key, that key with this instrument or that instrument, we'll smoke. And that has been our, I don't know, for five or six years. That's what we do for the holidays. 
so throughout the movie they'll uh they'll play you know a portion of the theme song or something like that and like out that's the time it's not just at the beginning of the movie it's throughout the whole movie and it'll be in different keys and then they'll play it in a piano and then they'll come back and two seconds later play it with drums and you're like "Mm, you're not gonna get me nope smoke again (laughs) it's like our favorite like drinking game (laughs) right right and and it was part of the game is also to see if you can catch it yep and sometimes you get too stoned and we're like whoa you're supposed to be smoking right now they're playing it and we're like yo it got me (laughs) (laughs) like it just played the same song four times Right. That reminds me, um, my, my wife and I watch uh, Lord of the Rings every year. We try and do the, the marathon on New Year's Day. And uh, nice. for a couple of years, we turned it into a drinking game. And we chose a few words. Like anytime they say this word, you know, these like five words or something, uh, we'll, we'll take a drink. We'll whatever, a sip, whatever it is. And I'm, I'm a lightweight. But uh, who, man, what we did, we, we chose the word ring. And oh, man. in the first 10 minutes... They say the word ring like 50 times or something. It's yep. insane. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. So, yeah, imagine that for James Bond movies where they will do any transition from scene to scene to scene, right. something like them at a hotel and then a car ride. And then they go into a work building and they'll play the same song with three different instruments. And we're like, cool. Got to <laughs> take a hit. Yeah, got to hit it. Up, oh, nope, got to hit it again. Up, oh, got to vape that one more time. Got to clear that bone. You can't leave that in there. Now you got to clear it. I don't know. <laughs> and then what is what are the movies like, like specifically with James Bond? Uh, what is your experience of the movie different or how is it different when you because you're high? I think a lot of things in most movies, as well as the shows we watch, uh, not stoned. Like, I get it. But OK, cool. Uh, being high gives us an ability to kind of transcend the way that our brain normally thinks about whatever the content that we're enjoying and have so many other questions so we can have this additional dialogue and kind of a back and forth between us that we wouldn't have had sober it just would have been uh james bond having the villain tell him his plan oh all right he just has him telling him his plan versus oh my goodness so do you think that if he wouldn't have got caught he would have still showed him what his plan was if he had a hostage well, no, if he had a hostage, then he wouldn't have cared and he would have done this or done that. And just having that additional like, oh, man, well, what about this? What about that? Wouldn't it be crazy if this? So it definitely brings us a lot closer because we can have that additional kind of time to enjoy as well as react instead of just being motionless while we're watching a movie. Kind of like puts us in the environment of being our own personal movie critics. Yeah, so it, it's it becomes a lot more interactive that way that you, um, especially because you're with somebody, you can have these conversations about, you know, how the situation would be different, or you, you know, you're you're interacting with the film in a completely different way than when you're sober. It's just passive watching. Definitely. And is it the same with say anime? Because that was the other example that you had, or what what's anime like when you get high? I mean, the anime's crazy in the first place yeah I, I think that we have definitely enjoyed anime a lot more i think the biggest part from that is we will watch a show and we'll know that it'll be a particular type of show and then it'll completely subvert the narrative that we were thinking it was going to be about and blow us out of the water the promised neverland is the perfect example of us watching a show thinking it would be one thing 
and at the end of the episode, completely something else. And while it would have been a great turn regardless, it just absolutely blew our minds because we mm. were stoned. There's no way this is what's actually happening. Right. Um, any other examples of movies or TV show and sort of w- how they are different? What's the experience like when they're high or when you're high? Oh, definitely. Um, I would say uh, one of the other shows that we particularly enjoy watching is Cosmos. Oh, now, yeah. while my wife loves science, uh, we got our telescope. We moved out here to Oregon where you can actually look up at the sky. It's a lot of ambient light in Chicago, so you can't really see the stars the same way. That is something that we really enjoy doing. We can sit on the couch, we can get close, we can turn on Cosmos, uh, split a bowl or smoke a joint together and just look at the fantastic thought process of the world, the building blocks of just life as we know it. And it really is something really nice. It's something really wholesome in knowing that all of this stuff is done over, you know, years and stuff like that. But I just feel like it completely feels completely different when we're doing it high because our imagination can just run wild. Things that you would never think of sober is the only thing that you could think of when you're stoned. Yeah. Uh, do you also watch uh, like nature shows like Planet Earth or um, what was oh the uh, Seven Worlds was a new one that I just watched recently. Have you seen those? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of Perfect Earths, I think, that we've seen. Uh, they were really good. Uh, we really like the Animal Channel. Just seeing how people interact with animals and various other things like that. We're really big into the alone and afraid the naked and afraid shows and it's just like oh my god oh this b-roll is so fantastic like how did they get this b-roll with these crocodiles when crocodiles aren't in this water and just really (laughs) expand everything that we're thinking about like we're limitless in that in that moment that we're both smoking and we're both trying to figure out how do they not know that this is a poisonous snake and it bit them and if they're going to be poisoned it's crazy it's crazy. Yes, yes, it is. Um, you you mentioned that uh, you you have a dog, and we were just talking about yes. animals. Do you ever interact with your dog in a different way when you're high than when I'm you're sober? I'm 100 percent sure he could talk. 100 percent sure. <laughs> with his eyes, he will talk to me and tell me exactly what he wants, and I'm looking into his soul, and he's looking into my soul when I'm stoned. But for some reason, when I'm not stoned. He doesn't want to talk to me. It's so weird. It's very strange how that happens. Yeah, I can't figure it out personally. Um, yeah, I, I I've talked to a few people about this, and yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to know if there's something really going on there or not. But uh, it does seem like that they can interact differently. Uh, you know, th- at the very least, they they seem to recognize that you're 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 different. Yeah, he definitely knows. He's like, oh, he's high again. All right. Well, I hope you put down some snacks. Yeah, because uh, it's going to be a while. <laughs> right, right. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, I- I'm sort of jumping around a little bit from my normal way, which is good. Uh, well, you know, we-, we talked about food before a little bit with Mountain Dew and, and Doritos. Uh, first of all, what is food like when you're high? Oh, uh, I personally feel like everything is increased um, and just just more detailed 
I want to say stoned. Um, my current thing, I have been trying to eat more healthy snacks. I was in a position where I was eating like a bag of chips every time I got stoned. And we decided that we actually wanted to eat healthier. So most of my stoner, stoner snacks are healthier things, you know, nuts. Uh, I'm really big into mango slices as mm-hmm. well as just any fruit, really. Uh, recently, I've been on a citrus kick, so I've been eating a lot of oranges. And while that orange is really good in the middle of the day, you know, after a run, it is so much better after you've had half a joint and you've been able to relax from a 12 hour shift. Mm -hmm. It just it just hits different. Yeah. What's uh, can you describe what what it's like? Why is it different? I I just want to say maybe the tastes are more robust. It kind of tastes a little bit more refined. Um, I'm, I'm not rushing through it to eat it so that. It can be consumed. I'm kind of taking my time so that I can actually enjoy it. And it's those little micro things that I don't necessarily think about all the time that I just hurry up and eat it because I'm hungry versus me actually enjoying it. Mm. So it's very much a stop and smell the roses type feel to pretty much eating anything. Sometimes stuff just be really good. My wife's a really good cook and she will let me sit up here and watch a movie with her and get stoned and she will cook dinner and I'll turn around and I'll have the most delicious meal I've ever seen in front of me. And I hadn't even bit into it yet. And I'm like, oh, this is so good. And she's like, it's all over your beard. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'll worry about that later. That sounds like later Jack's problem. <laughs> right. This is delicious. Yeah, I'll say that too. I'll be like, ah, it's future Spencer's problem. <laughs> Definitely. Don't bother me with that now. Yeah. I got food to eat and movie to watch and joints mm-hmm. to smoke. And not necessarily in that order. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, and then is it safe to assume that you uh, get the munchies? Yes, yes. Uh, I have, I've been familiar with the munchies. <laughs> you, your old friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so what were some of your favorite unhealthy snacks? Oh, my God. Donut sticks? Don't get me started on a good donut stick. Or how about a, a box of cookies? or a bag of cookies. I'm really partial to uh, oatmeal cookies. And there's a place here that every time I order from them, I get terrible service every time. And I Mm. keep ordering and it drives her crazy. That is the number one thing I want to eat when I'm stoned is a really hot, huge oatmeal cookie. No raisin, just oatmeal cookie. And this place takes two hours to deliver four cookies and it drives me crazy, but that's how high I am, and that's how terrible these cookies are. They're terrible for you, but they must be so, so good. Oh, my God. They are so good, Spencer. Jesus. <laughs> so delicious. And they're like the perfect amount of, I don't know, just deliciousness mixed with hotness. And it's perfect for just nodding off into a sweet, sweet nap with a beard full of cookie. <laughs> a beard full of cookie is not something I would have... Yeah thought i was gonna hear today um nice yeah i mean yeah you you can't go wrong with a good cookie do you do you want to shout out the name of this place or do you feel like uh maybe you don't want to say that since you said you got such terrible service oh no i i i I, at this point i just feel like it's ed de bevitt's like their goal is to just give terrible customer Uh service it's also a really uh interesting college town uh and ed de bevitt's is just a place where they just are paid to be rude to you. It's just a really weird experience. Uh, but the place is called Doco here in uh, Eugene, Oregon. Uh, it's one of those places that's open until four. They sell right. cookies and calzones. That is pretty much it. 
Yeah, it's all for stoners. By stoners, yeah. for stoners. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, so let, let's backtrack a little bit. When you first take a hit from that joint or that vape, uh, what what are some of the first things that you start to feel? Uh, actually, I, I want to say the first thing that happens is my mind starts working, uh, especially if it's a new strain. I'm wondering, is this the best median to enjoy this flower in? Would this be better in a bong? Should I wrap this in a paper that's not my standard traditional black label raw paper? Is this something that I might be interested in again? How did I feel about the nugs? How's this burning? At some point, is this going to canoe? Um, and then it gets really into the taste, what terpenes I can taste, what this will match well with. We've been kind of on a kick where we are looking for wines that go with different strains of cannabis, as mm -hmm. well as mills that are tailor-made for particular strains. So we're, we're particularly critical, especially if we try something new. Uh, if it's something tried and true, I'm just enjoying the taste and I'm expecting the high. And sometimes it's just like, all right, cool. I know that this is going to be the best in glass. Where's my pipe at? I, I can't smoke this out of papers. It just doesn't hit the same. Uh, and other times it's vice versa. I really need that strawberry paper for this granddaddy perp. That strawberry paper and the granddaddy perp, delicious. I love how scientific you both are about this. I know that Ashanti said that she's got a, a weed journal uh, and you obviously, you know, you're you're thinking about this in all these different ways. I, I love that. Yeah, she has a weed journal because she kept telling me she loved the strain we had last time. And I'm like, OK, what strain was it? Like we had five strains in the past two weeks. When did we have this strain? And she just was like, she felt like she wasn't in control of what she enjoyed. And we have a lot of communication as far as what kind of strain she doesn't like. She doesn't like uh, really small buds. She would much rather prefer something with bigger buds. So we normally lean more towards sativa instead of indica because indica is known to have more smaller, denser buds and just little stuff like that. So that when we walk into a dispensary, she can have input. OK, how much are you going to buy? An ounce. OK. Uh, can you get a quarter of this? Or I want to try this. Can you get this? I heard this was really good. And, oh, they got this and we had this last time. So it really just empowers her to kind of make more decisions. And she's not just waiting for me to pick up weed and then she'll smoke whatever I have. Yeah, you definitely want to have some input on what you're going to be putting in your body. Yeah, because I'll kill her with THC. And she's like, I don't need all that THC. Mm -hmm. I just want a couple of hits and I don't want it to burn my throat. And I'm like, you know what? Try this. I like that, but it gives me a weird aftertaste. Is it the paper or the strain? I think it's the strain. All right, let's try this. I put it in some glass. How do you like it? It's definitely the strain. Mm. And some stuff will give her that cush coma and she'll wake up and be groggy. Okay, I don't like this. It makes me groggy. What was that? Oh, that was this strain. I won't get this anymore. Yeah, I think that's really smart to keep track of stuff like that because... Like I've said before, you you want to remember what uh, what to go back to. You might forget, and a yeah, lot of people yeah. I know have some very terrible memories. <laughs> yeah, completely unrelated to this issue, but hundred percent. Yeah, um, have you ever heard of the show Bong Appetit? Yes. Have you watched? I love it? Viceland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they have uh, two or three shows that I'm particularly fond of. I really like that Two Chains one too. 
Because I always okay. feel like he's right at that high level that I love to get it and be like, all right, this was too much. Like, I can tell this was exactly too much. Whatever this number was, I should have hit it one less time. Right. Just a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought of that because you said that you were looking for like wines to pair and foods to pair and all that. Um, and I, uh, I actually interviewed two of the people involved with that show for this show. Um, and I, I watched the first two seasons of that and just loved it because it was just so entertaining and interesting and sciency and food and weed and all of it. It was just just so good. Yeah. And one of the things about those types of shows is I love how while the weed is important, it is really just a show about this product. I love that. All right. This is really how I feel like a deconstructed, I don't know, PB&J is. And for the PB&J, I use this type of bread. I use this type of jam. And then I infuse the peanut butter with THC. Like, oh, really? What kind of THC we decided to do? But it's not solely focused like, yeah, you're a pothead. You're going to love this because right. it has pot in it. It's like, no, like this is a form of art. This is beautiful, mm -hmm. and it just happens to get you fucked up. <laughs> and feel great. Yes. Let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah, that's what was cool about that show is that it was all, it was like you said, it was all about just this is the other thing that you can use in cooking, and you can, and it's so versatile that you can use it in all these different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so just in a very general sense, uh, you know, you, you've already started to say it a little bit, but, you know, I'll ask it again. <laughs> Uh, what do you like about being high? I, I feel like uh, it's definitely a, a bit freeing. Uh, it, it will automatically give you this sense of, you know, it, it's really not that bad. You're like, hey, I, uh, I'm running late for a movie. Like I wanted to get there and see what previews were coming on. But you know what? I got high in the car on the way. And uh, that hit exactly when it needed to hit. And obviously, I'm not driving. I'm not driving. Uh, but I will take an edible before we leave the house. And we will pull up. And when I get out of the car, I am definitely stoned. And I'm like, we are going to have a good day. I don't care if we miss two previews. I don't care if we miss the first five minutes. We are going to have a fantastic day right now. Yeah. And I just absolutely love that, that feeling that it can turn your day around. I've been going through this i've been doing that all day and now i get to just relax and enjoy this movie for the next two hours let's go yeah yeah that's awesome um so we'll, uh let's get into some of these more specific specific things uh how does your level of focus change when you get high i i like to think that it definitely increases for certain things i'm a lot more detail oriented for sure uh, just because while my brain is always trying to figure this out and thinking about this and kind of in this what if dimension, when I'm stoned, I kind of get to get a little bit more creative. I get a little, you know, while it is interesting that I can think about buying a Tesla and all of this stuff, it's way different to think about a custom Tesla, maybe a Dragon Ball Z themed one. I wonder <laughs> if you can get a skin for that. What kind of kits do they have? So I'm still doing the same thing, but it's so much more colorful than it would have been sober. Not as bland, just, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, a new car. Like, you know, it's probably time to get a new car. No big deal. Versus, no, no, no. Let me look this up really quick. Like, can I, you know, okay. Body kit for model 
yes. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I feel like you might be doing that research right now, Dragon Ball Z Tesla. <laughs> yeah, just you know, figure that out. I feel like that that's worth a few clicks right there. I would love Yeah. It. Yeah, those aren't necessarily things that you might think of when you're sober. Yeah. Cause why would I? Like that's such a ridiculous thing <laughs> to think about with a sober mind. But a stone mind is like, who hasn't thought of this? Everybody has to have thought of this. Right. Like, this seems like a staple. This is like sliced bread. Good. Everybody knows about this. And then you get uh you, you get really focused on maybe that one thing and start researching it. Yeah. Or something. And then in the middle of a movie, I am actually Googling it and she's like, Hey, hey, we're watching a movie. And I'm like, You right, you right. Let me go ahead and put this phone down so I can finish doing this. But I'm just still watching the movie and thinking, Well, I wonder if there's a place near here that can actually do that. <laughs> Maybe I could just order it and just get it sent here and put it on myself. And she's like, hey, what just happened in the movie? I'm like, you got me again. You you definitely got me again. All right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Focus. <laughs> and then uh, sort of related to that, uh, what about your sense of time? How does that change when you get high? Uh, that I actually believe to be very multifaceted. I find it that certain strains will give me a bit of time warp where things definitely move a lot slower and then other things will kind of speed you up like a a full sativa you are not in a slow motion thing you're like man i know i wanted to sit down and watch a movie but i feel like i could clean something right now yeah i'm I'm gonna go clean the bathroom really quick like i want to do something really positive something to kind of surprise my wife before she gets home versus something that is like a, a hard, heavy indica where you're like, man, yeah, I should definitely watch a movie. Let me go ahead and order some pizza really quick. Yeah, quite quite the opposite from uh, cleaning the bathroom. Um, but then when you are energetic like that and want to do something productive like that, do you feel like uh, do you feel like the time goes by quickly or does it go by more slowly? Um, I think it goes by a lot faster. Something that's more of a sativa, especially a few strains that I can think of, like uh, like Cinderella or you know something like that, or like a Cinex. Uh, it's moving, lightning fast, and I'm just like, oh man, I, I cleaned this bathroom in no time, and really it took me an hour and a half to do mm. half of the stuff that I thought I was going to do. Versus other time, I'll be watching an episode of something, and time will be so slow. I'm like, man, is this a two-hour episode or something? Like, why is this taking forever? Like, oh, we five minutes in. One of our favorite things is to get 10 minutes into a show and decide, you know what? We are too high to be watching this. We are slowing down. And this has been on for 50 minutes. No, actually, it's been on for nine minutes and 54 seconds. Oh, my right. God. Turn this off right now. So, wh- so what do you think is going on there? Because clearly those are two very, very different situations. Uh, is it is it the strain? Is it you? Is it the situation? Is it the show? What? Why? Why does that happen? I feel like I'm 100% in the camp of it's the strain because we have tried different things out. Uh, one of the things that I'm not particularly fond of is like a strain like Blue Dream, something like that. And I find that that gives me a bit of time warp in an adverse way. I feel like I'm slightly off every time I'm doing something. Like, it's not something I would want to smoke and then have to play like a rhythm game. Like, I just feel like my rhythm's going to be off no matter what. So I try to stay away from stuff like that. 
But I think that us having the lines of communication to kind of, okay, well, what is it that you like about this? Is this something we can balance out? Or do you think that that's actually like what your time's going to be like? Well, I feel like I got dressed and it took an hour and you feel like you got dressed and it took 50 minutes and it took both of us five minutes to do it. So this is really weird. And I don't know if what I'm wearing matches. So <laughs> I don't know what to right. tell you. On top of all that, the clothes are terrible or yeah. they're great. That shirt doesn't go with those pants. What are you doing? Right. Um, so, uh, again, related to time and focus, how about your memory? What's that like? We mentioned that a little bit before, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like my memory is pretty much the same. I, I would say that it's probably not affected at all. Some strains definitely have me thinking that I'm still awake and I'm definitely asleep. And I'm like, whoa, why are you turning the TV off? I'm watching that. And she's like, you've been asleep for an hour. I'm, it's time for bed. And I'm you know what? You won this one. You, you definitely <laughs> did. Let's go to sleep. So sometimes it could definitely it's, it's a very interesting double edged sword. And mm-hmm. I will think that I'm in control of what, you know, how it's affecting my memory. I, I'm not in control of my memory at all. Are you going to make dinner? You're eating dinner. Oh, snap. OK. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or uh, what time are you going to make dinner? She's like, you hungry again? I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, you ate dinner two hours ago. Jesus. I, I knew I was hungry. I didn't realize that I had fed myself. I don't know. Uh, and uh, and and yes, I am hungry. I would like some more food, please. <laughs> yes. Can you please hand me those dry strawberries? Thank you very much. Yes. I see that is a healthy snack. That is okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is future Spencer jumping in. Uh, we are going to end Jack's part one episode here. Thank you very much for listening. As usual, of course, I have to say, please, please, please rate and review this podcast. I would love all of the reviews. Uh, Go ahead and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on. Uh, Let's see, what else? Share, share, share. Tell the people about it. I have to tell the people about it, and you can tell the people about it too. Uh, So in the next next part, uh, we are going to start off talking about creativity in Jack's life, and then, of course, we go on from there. Uh, So thank you very much for listening. And, uh, you know, tune in for uh, Jack's part two next week. Then there's going to be another interview after that. And then I am taking a break. This podcast is going on hiatus. So until next time, this is Spencer and somebody else talking about what it's like to be high. (laughs) 